I think like over the next three months, once we really figure out what ads are or the creatives are working, we can really just focus on the creative side rather than the targeting side. Hey everyone, this is Nazar Akil from Max Pro. Hi, I'm Linda. And I'm Paul. And we're Love and Pebbles. Hi, this is Lopa Vandermersch from Rasa. Oh, you're listening. And you're listening. And you are listening to, to the Arm Show. Welcome to the Ecom Show, presented by Blue Tusker, the number one place to hear the inside scoop from other e-commerce experts, where they share their secrets on how they scaled their business and are now living the dream. Now, here is your host, Andrew Math. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ecom Show. I'm your host, as usual, Andrew Math, and today I'm joined by the amazing John McGuire, who is the digital marketing manager over at Hess. John, how you doing? Ready for a good show? Good. How are you today, Andrew? Doing good. Looking forward to uh, having this nice little chat with you. I obviously love diving into marketing because it's always fun to talk shop. Uh, I'd love to give you an opportunity here, let everyone know a little bit more about your background, a little bit more about Hest, and we'll uh, kind of kick it off from there. Cool. Yeah. My name's John McGuire. Yeah. I'm digital marketing manager over at Hest Outdoors. Um, yeah. Some background. I have about 15 years, over 15 years in the digital space. Uh, I've been with Hest for about two years now. Um, <clears throat> and Hest is an outdoor. Um, we're trying to elevate the camping experience and the uh, car camping and outdoor space. So yeah, we've been around for about three, three and a half years. Um, but yeah, we're we're excited to be on the show today, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can be open and and share some of our insights and secrets that we got going on. Beautiful, let's do it. Um, love the the car camping space, and it is growing like a weed. I know a bunch of people that, especially in the past like couple of years, have really started like focusing on that. And I know my wife is not a fan of traditional camping. And so I also am getting starting to dig into it as well. So really excited to kind of dig into what you guys are doing there. Um, so you're a digital marketing manager there. Obviously, you're solely focused on the marketing side. Yep. What's your approach? What channels are working? What's what do you let, let's start there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're constantly pivoting. We're constantly changing it up. But um, we were a... Um, a product and a company that was born during the pandemic. So a lot of us are actually remote, but we're based out of Seattle. Um, and we manufacture and build all of our product out of Seattle. All of our foam is out of California. But me on the marketing side, I'm out of Denver, Colorado. Um, so we are a very, um, I guess we would go with the flow kind of marketing team. Um, mm-hmm. The other brand marketer is out of Durango, Colorado. So we're we're a national brand, but um, we do like to focus our attention in the uh, markets that are more outdoor focused. But um, yeah, we only sell in the United States, um, and primarily all of our efforts are on the digital side. Um, we do open up during the summer, during our prime season, into the events, um, a lot of consumer facing events. So we are we are still face to face with our customers. Um, but we don't have any retail storefront that is our own. We, we rely heavily on our wholesale partners to actually be able to like touch and feel our products. So we are in, um, 
mostly all REI stores, they're our biggest wholesale partner. So you could go there and try our products. But most of our efforts is trying to educate and trying to show the benefits of the product um, through digital advertising. Um, we primarily focus on the organic um, content and also um, our paid media efforts to really educate. So that's pretty much our focus right now. I can get into more detail, but yeah, I mean, 75% of our traffic is driven by digital paid media. Um, and our organic is definitely increasing day to day, but we're such a young company that we rely heavily on the paid media right now. Yeah. Which channels are you focused on? Uh, I mean, we primarily put everything into meta ads and, um, and, and Google. So yeah, paid search. Yeah. So, all right. So let's, let's, um, let's dig into each of those. Let's focus on the meta side. Uh, so you've been in this for a little over 15 years, obviously. Uh, so have I. So you went through the whole fun iOS change and all that fun stuff several years ago. Mm-hmm. That whole approach has been changed. What is your approach to Facebook ads in terms of creative tests, landing pages? Uh, you know, what audiences tend to work the best for you? Like, what's that build out look like? Yeah, I mean, within the last six weeks, I kind of threw everything out the door with a performance plus, so advantage plus. So we <laughs> we've kind of just I could go into what we used to do last year, but we were kind of we just updated our whole strategy probably in the beginning of March when advantage plus came out. So yeah, we're fully tossing out our audiences and lookalike audiences and really putting a lot of effort into the advantage plus targeting. So right now it's just what I'm focusing on is just creative, like just trying to build the best library of video, primarily uh, vertical video. But um, right now, if you look at our meta ad right now, our business ads, it's just like one big ad set with 20 different ads pushing into one advantage plus ad set. So we're, we're really letting Facebook meta decide on our audience. And it's actually um, the return is becoming better than what we've had run before with our audiences that we built. Um, So that's our focus right now in meta Um, continually adding to that and removing ads that are underperforming um, is kind of our AB test right now. But I mean, just like everyone else, a couple of weeks ago, we saw the big spike in advantage plus performance and it's kind of coming back down to reality right now. So um, I'll see where I'm at in a couple of months, but right now that's pretty much our strategy in the meta world. Is this your first, well, obviously the the advantage plus is relatively new. I've I've heard the same thing and I've I've seen it happen too with even like the old traditional setups of the first few weeks, the first month or so is really nice. And then it just kind of the honeymoon slowly (laughs) goes away. So is your thought, like, what's your thought if that does happen? What's your approach going to be? Oh, it's happening right now. Um, but <laughs> I think right now you could still find ways of winning by adding new um, creative continually each week. So mm-hmm. um, trying up different angles of the creative, um, but some of them pop. And when you have them pop, you, you put money behind it. So um yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's it's completely like I'm still in the honeymoon phase. It's not as nice as it was probably four weeks ago, but we're still finding success. And um, it seems that the targeting is still better than um, any 
um, audiences that we've ever created in the past. Beautiful. And you're still seeing, so, well, I know you said it's headed in the different direction right now, but you were seeing better ROI than you were before. Um, I would say like we're back to being pretty flat, but it's a little more, um, scalable because you can just add so many ads into one ad set and let it kind of work its way out. So, um, I think like over the next three months, once we really figure out what ads are, or the creatives are working, we can really just focus on the creative side rather than, um, the targeting side. Yeah. Nice. So moving over to the Google side, what's your approach there? Are you focusing on search at all? Or are you solely focused on search? Are you leveraging shopping? If so, are you using Performance Max? Like what's what's that approach like? Yeah, I think like the Performance Max was our 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 winner last year. Um we still have Max running. Um, but we're getting back down to non-branded. We're we're constantly trying to figure out new audiences to target and new um areas to kind of go into. So we have a camp pillow. Um, and we're finding that like a lot of Airbnb travelers and, 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 and like airlines and flying and trains. So we're trying to open up different markets. So we start targeting non-branded words that way. Um, but yeah, we're kind of going more traditional this year with just like a non-branded play. Um, we still keep our branded words up, but, um, yeah, we're just expanding on our, 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 um, non-branded this year and really trying to figure out new audiences to like open up. But yeah, we still have our max running. I don't see the success as it had last year. Um, but I think it's still a good tool to be kind of running as well. Yeah. Now your peak season, I imagine though, you're just about starting to get into it now, right? Yeah, usually it's like the Memorial Day through the the Labor Day is kind of our peak. Um, yeah. we're, we kicked off a big Memorial sale this week, um, but we're finding that a lot of people are opening it up into April. So everyone's looking for a deal right now before the real peak season. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so between those two main platforms what uh like are you seeing any kind of trends anything that you're focusing on like what do you where do you think this is going to end up in the next you know between now and the end of the year yeah i think like um our big focus right now is um gathering our user data like our customer data so we're we're trying to force a lot more people to our website to sign up um and gather like first first data so I want to definitely grow our list a little more. We're finding that our newsletters and our 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 email outreach is definitely the highest performing and and kind of being direct with our customers is is a 2023 goal. Yeah. So organic branded content, things that people want to learn and read. So we're bringing a lot of people in. I mean, we have an easy space because we have an awesome, awesome product and an awesome field. So we're 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 showing a lot of like build outs, a lot of like campers, camper vans, uh, truck build outs. So people want to see that stuff. They come to our website, um, and then like they could definitely sign up to get more of that content. So we're trying to build that those lists continually, and and our organic is just skyrocketing right now to kind of take a little pressure off the paid which is good. Nice. 
Um, and the other stuff we're, we're focusing on, it, it seems like it's 10 years ago, but we're going back to YouTube, really focusing on YouTube. Um, Shorts is helping us grow, grow the channel. So Shorts are great to kind of like get easy followers, but we're going back to long form video, uh, horizontal video um, with a lot of links in it to kind of let the viewer kind of see what's in the video and link out to uh, branded uh, partners um, and also just bring in a lot more traffic through the YouTube channel. So we're really focusing on video on the YouTube side, Interesting. Um, which is definitely fun. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Are you, so who's shooting the content? Who's editing the content? If they're the same person, like what's that process like? Yeah. Once again, if you asked us last year, we were spending a lot of money on it. We had, uh, producers, we had definitely like videographers out there, but I mean, to be honest over the last couple of months, we've been seeing other channels grow really well in the similar space. And they're, they're, they're not as, um, brands that like, I mean, they're just blogs that are growing in the similar space. So they, they, they shoot it themselves, they edit themselves. So what we're actually doing now is, uh, using phones and just videoing ourselves, just quickly getting a quick video editing on CapCut and just throwing it up. And I, I'm seeing better numbers with that than um, any highly produced video that's overproduced that we've currently have on our channel that like we spent a lot of money on. And we're mm-hmm. just starting out with this like lower quality, quick content, more like authentic i guess you would call it um yeah avenue and and right now early successes i mean early numbers are pretty pretty much showing great numbers for the amount of effort we're putting into it so i think we're definitely going to put more more time behind that so yeah you know it's interesting i've seen youtube really start to kind of the the creative that's being used on there is really starting to reflect some of these other social channels if obviously they started going into shorts that one's very clear but even the traditional long form stuff like that seems to do better when it's actually not professionally shot, unless it's like a music video or something like that. But like outside of that, it's very interesting to see that it's really starting to become that much more of an organic social platform. Yeah. And like, I just did one probably like three weeks ago and it's just a literal like crib style walkthrough of, uh, an affiliate <laughs> of ours, uh, truck. And, um, it, it's great because he's an affiliate of ours. So like his channel drives traffic to our website and he gets a commission, but then we post it on our channel and we're giving him exposure and he's building his brand off of us posting about him. And Mm -hmm. it's, it was me with my iPhone. It took 20 minutes, not even probably. And then to edit it, it's a long form. So it's very, it's very easy. It's just him talking. Um, but yeah, I mean like effort wise and cost wise, it was probably the lowest, but getting 2000 views on something like that compared to a hundred thousand views on a reel on Instagram is probably 10 X our revenue, like return on like our return on, um, like effort because it's Mm going to, forever um yeah. and it's just driving 
organic back to our website. So I'm, I'm all in on that. Um, and also that content, like everyone that's building a truck bed out wants to see it. So, um, I think we can do it better and, and, um, own that space. So like, we're definitely putting a lot more effort into it. Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea of doing like a crib style version of walking through some of these, uh, different trucks and stuff that are built out. Like, that's awesome. It's a great idea. Yeah. And are like you, um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I'm like, you typically it's like the influencer or the content creator doing it. This is yeah. actually now coming from the brand. So you have your brand up front and it's also providing the content that the user and the viewer wanted to see, mm-hmm. but it's sponsored by Hest. So, um, yeah. at the end of the day, like our product's not up front, but like Hest is sponsoring the video more or less. So people yeah. can come in that one. Love it. I got to check one of those out. Cause that sounds awesome. Cause <laughs> I would love to do one of those. Um, before you mentioned you were driving people to the site, you're really focused on growing the list. What's your approach for growing the list? Like, you know, there's the traditional, like, Hey, get, you know, 10% off your first order or whatever like that. And then you have like different gated content pieces, whether it's white papers, eBooks, checklists, surveys, quizzes, like that kind of stuff. What's, what's your approach? Which one of those is working best for you right now? Yeah, I think we're, we're pretty traditional. I mean, it's still working. Um, it's definitely the get a dollar off promo when you sign up or whatever the amount is. It's our, our, our winner in that space. But we are seeing a lot of success. A lot of people are coming in through our blog on like top five, um, top five ways to sleep at high altitude is our number one blog right now. So a lot of people are just interested in learning how to sleep in the high altitude. Um, they don't want $25 off or whatever it is. They, they just yeah. want more content. I like that. So it's just switching up your pop-up or lead form, whatever you call it for the content specific. So we, we have content specific pop-ups um, for whatever channel, whatever way you came in. Um, and then like, serving more of that content to the person that wants that content so being very customized on content they want. So definitely the dollar off is our highest performer. Um, but we're trying to be a little more curated by the way you came in and what you actually want to read. So, and then obviously get put into a flow depending on which one you came through. So, I mean, we're, we're scrappy, we're startup, we're learning, but that, that seems to be, um, it, I mean, it's nothing new, but that's just the way we're kind of handling it right now. Yeah. Beautiful. So obviously the big hot topic right now, AI. And for anyone and everyone who knows about it, most at least, I mean, it could just be me because I'm biased, but it feels like e-commerce sellers, specifically the people in the marketing department of right. the e-commerce sellers are the ones that are getting the most like, are you using AI? How are you using it? What are you using? Who can we replace AI with? And it does everything so much better than everything. It's great. How are we using it? Like, are you using it at all? What's your theory on it? What's that whole approach? Yeah, daily. I think everyone should be using it. I think um, I think it's the wave of the way we should start uh, mentally preparing ourselves for each day we work. Um, uh, I mean, my typical day, I, I mean, it changes, but like if I'm, if I'm doing a YouTube post or a blog post or, or writing content for social posts, um, all the way to like, um, paid ads, I think I start everything, 
um, with ChatGPT. So it's not it's not cheating. It's just you should be using it. Uh, and I mean, an example would just be like a YouTube video. Like, just you could literally type in like, what is the highest performing uh, title for a YouTube video um, about Land Rover two thousand two? um camper and like it will figure out what the best title is that you should probably use to start your title with um as hashtags in that space it'll give you the list so i start everything there um even uh blog using it to pull out the keywords that you're trying to target to actually put it into your paragraph is that plagiarizing? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's a good start. I mean, you definitely should start there and then, um, switch it up to the way you want it to sound and look. But yeah, I mean, if, if you're not using it yet, I I think you're already behind. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good way of also saving your creative energy for like what's important. Um, because like, it just, it's just so much more efficient than us. Yeah. Are you using anything else outside of ChatGPT right now? Um, I'm starting to get into like I'm not a I'm not a graphic designer, um, but I do want to start getting into the tools to just help with the thumbnails uh, of a YouTube mm-hmm. like um, um, video. I think like it will just help you be able to figure out like the most clickable thumbnail uh, possible. Um, without you trying to like describe it to your graphic designer we have a graphic designer in-house but like if i can start cranking out these videos um faster i i I think it would just be more efficient to start getting some like graphic design ai to just help like figure out that for me so i'm in early stages of that right now oh yeah and eventually you'll be able to have it just create one of those crib style videos for you and just type it in and be like, use this car, this truck, use these accessories, make one and it'll just do it for you and you'll be set. Yeah. And then the the voiceover, like I'm ready to like have it do the voiceover for me with a voice that like is pleasing. Like you don't need to go out (laughs) anymore. You don't have to use your own voice. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. John, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're super busy, but I would love to give the opportunity here to let everyone know where they can find out more about you and obviously more about Hest. Yeah, check us out, Hest.com, for elevated camping pads, pillows that are awesome to kind of travel with or camp with or bring to your Airbnb. Um, Yeah, we got great um, memory foam products. So yeah, check us out. Beautiful. John, thank you so much. Everyone else who tuned in, of course, thank you as well. Obviously, really appreciate y'all tuning in. Please make sure you do the usual rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff on whichever platform you prefer or head over to ecomshow.com to check out any of our previous episodes. But as usual, I thank you all for joining us and we will see you all next time. Have a good one. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you for tuning in to the Ecom Show. Head over to ecomshow.com to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or on the Blue Tusker YouTube channel. The Ecom Show is brought to you by Blue Tusker, a full-service digital marketing company specifically for e-commerce sellers looking to accelerate their growth. Go to bluetusker.com now for more information. Make sure to tune in next week for another amazing episode of The Ecom Show.